Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. It's the 27th of July, and we've already missed another week in July, and there's no excuse other than we're really busy. So I think we're almost at the point now where we've got to accept this is a, a bi-weekly. Is that how you say it? Or is it bi-monthly? I say bi-weekly. Fortnightly? How does it work? Bi-monthly. That's how it works, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. One of those ones is not every week. We'll try to make it every week, but it doesn't always work out because uh, last week, Russ blamed it on the on the French, on Operation Stack. Yeah, You didn't get in, did you? How dare they burn their tyres in protest? Us English will happily sit there and queue for days and hours, but the French, no, they're just going to burn tyres, pollute the planet raise co2 and piss everyone off so uh you you're, know, not happy. Blame you're not happy i'm not happy i'm not happy, I'm happy. Not happy. they exiled napoleon and i'm beginning to wonder why but oh, i digress okay. we're, we're, we're in a dangerous place here russ we better move on <laughs> anyway uh, it's episode 107 this one's called infection because of the song we're going to review later on in the episode uh and i'm going to start asking how you both are let's try to keep it clean mike how are you um good thank you busy busy with work as always and Switzerland will um, soon be happening a week on Friday and I've got a lot of things to do and not a lot of time to do it in. So there we go. <laughs> lots and lots of Toblerone. Yeah, loads of Toblerone. Friday in there. And, yeah. And clocks. clocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tunnels. We like a tunnel, don't we, Matt, in Switzerland? Tunnels. Tunnels. Yeah. Okay. How are you getting there, Mike? You're not going over the ferry, are you? Uh, coach and ferry and more coach about 30 hours. Oh, we're not going through the port of Dover to Calais, are you? Uh, I don't know. I get on the coach and I arrive in Switzerland. I don't know how we get there. Just <laughs> yes, totally a stack. A mystery <laughs> tour, yes. Just rolls up. Okay, thanks for that, Mike. <laughs> so you, you get on a coach and wake up in Switzerland. That's some kind of stasis field. Russ, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, the the south of the country is sort of slowly getting back to normal. Um, in our weekly or bi-weekly, is it now is weather update? It lashed it down with rain yesterday. Is so bi-monthly? Um, Didn't we agree it was bi-monthly? Uh, bi-monthly. So um, you know, we haven't discussed the weather for a while, and you know, we discussed to throw it in the my... last one, but that was like three well, weeks ago. <laughs> no, it was a long time ago. I'll throw my ten pence worth in and say that. Uh, yeah, the English summer, for anyone that's not from this country, continues to be disappointing. Uh, as I was sort of, I had my nose rubbed in it by some Italians who were experiencing 30 degree sun. And there I was in the pissing rain and not freezing cold, but just damp, dank, depressing conditions. So uh, lo and behold, I'm still pining for this tour that may not happen. So uh, that's my news at the moment. Not going to happen. Mm. Not gonna happen. I don't think. Might have to get on the boat cruise. Might have to. Might have to. Uh, as, for me, sudden, as for me, it's just been um, work mostly and uh, watching it rain. Uh, really quite boring actually. I started watching American Horror Story again, episode episode season two. Uh, yeah, I'm churned a few episodes of that out. Um, the girl that rolls up and thinks she's Anne Frank. That's about as far off as I'm at. Uh, and it was just quite a couple of good episodes. I quite enjoyed those. Uh, and that's quite, kind of it, really. Uh, watching YouTube videos and stuff. Uh, quite interesting discussion actually started off. I should mention it now. Um, on the Empty Spiral Forum um, after a, a last podcast. 
uh, especially the comments that uh, I made, we made actually, it was mostly me, I think, about cyber sleep. Mm. Um, re- really put the cat amongst the pigeons there when I said I didn't <laughs> think it was a Lacuna Core song, and but at the same time it was a, a great, great song, and I gave it a 10 out of 10. So that, that, that is, started off some conversation. So if you've not checked out the form recently, just put your head over there and uh, and check out what's being said about cyber sleep. Because I feel like I might have... I don't want to say upset people. I don't think I have. But the more I've thought about it, the more I'm... It's just such an enigma. I can't get my head around it. And the challenges over people saying... Well, challenges that people said to me about what well, clearly is a Lacuna Core song. I, was like, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's a Lacuna Core song. I do get it. I just... um, I'm still struggling with it. still struggling with, with hearing that sound in there that isn't... No. Oh, oh, I told you I'd talk about Silent Sleep. Um, but yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, also talking about Invisible Light and uh, Cold Heritage. But yeah, it's it's there's been some interesting discussions recently. And to say, if people haven't checked out a forum recently, then you can do so. Just click the forum link at the top, register. doesn't cost you anything. Log in and join the conversation. So there we go. In terms of news this week, the time this podcast goes live, the Kunikor will be will have, will have played the second of two free festivals in Italy, which they're due to do on Friday and on Saturday, I believe. So the um, the first one is the... I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Ubali? Um, Ubali Power Sound Festival? I think that is. And then you've got the Mind Festival. And then next week we've got the Sesimo Festival di Majana. Oh, no. I'm sure I'm sure there's Italians everywhere la- laughing all over there. <laughs> My terrible, terrible attempt at Italian, but there we go. So three festivals that if you're in the areas that they are playing, then you really need to get there because I say they don't cost you anything. And they're playing on the Saturday at the um, Mind Festival at um, um, Monte Cassaro. So check that out. Anyway, um, that's where we are in terms of news. Again, there's been a few more videos appearing on the Lacunicor YouTube channel. So do check them out if you haven't done that. And um, what are we talking about this week? I know. So this week on the podcast, we are doing talking about emotion. Specifically, we're talking about the emotion or a favourite or best to put this. Yeah, our favourite emotional songs. That the Kuna Caller brought out. Um, I think it's fair to say that they've got quite a good number of emotional tracks that they've released over the years for various different reasons. And we thought it might be worth discussing our favourites and what we thought about them. And, you know, the kind of the real standout emotional tracks. So, I don't know, um, might you start off with one and then we'll bounce around a bit. And we'll, so, give us an emotional track that you really like, Mr. Dyer. Um, this is my dream. Why is that then? Well, the the line in it which sums up that song and a lot of things going forward with Lacuna Cole's career, believing yourself and all the things that uh, all the thing that you do. Is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, believe, um, and all your dreams come true. You want it. That that is uh, the bread and butter of a lot of things with Lacuna Coal, and it's um, I like that an awful lot. 
So is, is that like a favourite song off the EP? Or? Fro- yeah, that and Falling, those two. Um, Falling, very very emotive song, and the delivery of it is um, very unique and I very was, good. I was looking at these. Well, I was looking at the EP myself earlier, and uh, you've chosen the two that I would have thought I'd in fact not would have did select. Uh-huh. Um, this is my dreams. Probably my favourite song from the EP I have to say yeah. as good as Falling is I think that there's something unique about This Is My Dream in, in the way it holds together uh, I love that song very emotional very very emotional song and of course Falling well he's falling you know what a sad song you know really dripping with emotional content what about you Russ you know, casting your mind back to the EPs what do you think of the, the emotional songs on there awesome. I think you've picked out the uh, the two highlights there. I mean, obviously, we've discussed before as we've sort of come across the, the albums one at a time. Obviously, there's sort of a change and shift in style and sound of the band, um, both very equally good in different ways. I think, obviously, we hark back to the to the earlier albums, such as the EP, Inner Reverie and Unleashed Memories, when we talk more about the raw emotion, because that's the sort of the type of song structures and you know artistic sort of um, releases that they were compositions that they were putting together at the time mm. and certainly i think as you mentioned you know this is my dream being a, being a classic you've got that haunting vocal from andre you've got that sound of when you're describing as like the wind as it sort of begins and it it just sets an atmosphere and a tone of i want to say darkness but just sort of almost like a, a medieval mystique i'm not talking like knights of the realm or anything but there's just something about it it creates so many different textures that you can you know imagine if you're sitting there listening to it in a darkened room and i think the the strongest songs are the ones that you know make you necessarily go on a on a journey in your head and i think that those two songs do that i think you're absolutely right i'm picking up another thing you said i think that their music has changed over the years and um speak on a personal level i think that there are more emotional songs in their early career certainly ones of this nature than there are in the later career they've gone sort of slightly heavier that's not to say that there aren't any there are but i do feel that there are more of this type of song in the first few albums pretty much leading up to about coma lies and then it kind of goes into a heavier darker place um what about unleashed memories then what, what songs you got over there um russ what, what's your thought when you think about unleashed memories what emotional songs do you connect with on that album that that is the emotional album for me because it's literally emotional punch after punch and you know the songs that stick out from from the off are purify when a Dead Man Walks, um, Sends a Fine, Distant Sun, um, Cold Heritage. Um, you know, there are so many classics on that album. And I would say, you know, almost every song on that particular album is an emotional journey. Mm. There's some that are more, um, shall I say, energetic upper type songs like 119, which is slightly different and that adds a different dynamic to, to the album. But, you know, the, the highlight for me and still to this day is still the raw emotion that comes through on Purify in particular when there's that cool change on the guitar and Christina sings that line, uh, see the structure of my pride. There's just so much emotion that comes through in that performance with the music and the vocal. It still amazes me to this day and it's, what, 14 years old, 13 mm. years old? And you know, I'm still I'm still pining to see that live. It's it's you know probably unlikely to happen, but if it did, I would probably jump for joy. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What do you think of Amish memories? Um, all of those, as well as um, to live is tired. I I like that a lot. 
and a, um, a current obsession for me. That's one of my favourites. Cold Heritage, first song I ever heard by Lacuna Cold, and thumbs up for me. I'll, I'll never grow tired of listening to that. And they need to do something uh, playing the earlier songs again, maybe, uh, for a one-off special somewhere, which would work very well. I think you guys have captured it really, really well. I mean, as you said, Russ, Unleashed Memory is just one big emotional roller coaster ride, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah, it, it's hard to pick out any one particular song. I think if you're picking out favourite emotional songs on Unleashed Memories, you're, you're basically just picking out favourite songs on Unleashed Memories because they're all emotional. Um, I think the two two that stand out for me, and it's when I say stand out, it's just the tip of a hat to them. I think Cold Heritage is is great. Um, you both know my love for un for Unleashed Memories. No, well, yes, for Unleashed Memories, but for a current obsession. I think that I think I, I love the I love the message that comes out there. There's something just so emotional about it. It's just a fantastic song, really, and as they all are on that album. Um, we probably move into a different place when we move towards Comalize. Then, what about on there? I mean, for me, Comalize in terms of emotion is dominated by Entwined. I think that song is it's still up there as my favourite. I think we've talked about this a few times now, and I tend to bounce around a bit between favourite songs of albums, but that is certainly right up there as a favourite song from Comalize. Love it so much. So much emotion dripping from it. Great words, great lyrics, you know. Um, just a perfect performance, really, and it's great when they play it live as well. What do you guys think of Comalize as an album and the emotional songs on it? Mike? Um, I think it's slightly heavier than what we've gone from from the early EP right through to Unleash Memories. It's emotional and dreamlike. Um, with Comb Lies, it's more of a rough edge and the harder element to it. And I've gone for, um, well, Humane is one that I like. Mm, yeah, yeah, a- very good, yeah. Angel's Punishment, that's got a rougher edge compared to something a lot more emotional like Falling, but I still think that's up there with it. And um, Heaven's a Lie, staple part of a set list freedom of ideas etc etc and that works really well yeah good choice about you russ what do you think of when you think kind of is slightly different for me see the traditional songs that you would ordinarily pick which you've both shouted out and rightly so is is your entwined and your humane for me bizarrely i would if i had to pick three it would be the ghost woman and the hunter comalize the song Mm. and angel's punishment that mike picked which are, you know, they've still got that emotional context, but in a slightly heavier, deeper setting, whereas the melodies and the music of Humane and Entwined are a lot softer. Mm. So I tend to veer more towards the, the melodic, darker stuff with sort of the, the emotional context. And Comalize as a song, for the first probably four or five years, I wasn't a massive fan of it for some reason. I just sort of always thought it was there as sort of a, a closer on the album that was quite okay. That's quite nice. But the more I listened to it over the years, the more that song has grown on me. And I really sort of, to this day, love and adore that song. And there's mm. just something that comes through in it, whether it's the, the patches, passages of the Italian or, or what. But it's just a nice round off to the album that's sort of a, a tip to, you know, I suppose, the Kunikor's culture more than anything else. Yeah, I, I do know what you mean about Comalize. It's, it's a bit of a dark horse of a song. It's easy to for it to, to go unnoticed because it is right right near the end of the song or right right at the end of the album, you know. It's, it, but it it is it does have that emotion. Do you know, I, 
I know what you're saying about Angel's Punishment. I guess when I think think of emotional songs, I'm thinking of the slower songs, and Angel's Punishment is well, there is definitely emotion there, but it's 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 anger, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's desperate anger. It's it's a cry out. It's different kind of emotion, but it's certainly there, absolutely there. Um, I, I have to say though, Mike, in a bit of a bit of a challenge you there. I mean, I, as much as I think Evelyn's Alliance is a good song, I I don't know. I never really saw it as in that kind of in, as an emotional song. It, at least it doesn't affect me like that. It's not one that I kind of. It doesn't draw out any emotion to me. I recognise it and respect it as a good song, but it's not, I don't see it as emotional. Yeah, yeah. It's no, not with. It's interesting. It's a, you do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, not, yeah, yeah. I think um, I think unspoken, especially the acoustic, is quite quite emotional. But you know, I've got a bit of a secret love for that song when it comes to the acoustic version. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so again, I think you could link those as a trilogy. I didn't mention that you've got unspoken, humane, and entwined. They're like their own little trilogy of emotion on that record. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Although, you, interestingly enough, Ghost Women and the Hunter, it's all chronologically speaking, that's the one that starts the three, isn't it? Mm. And you mentioned that that's got a quite a lot of emotion in it. I like, I like the song. I think we touched upon it way back in the review that people can, can go and find at their leisure. But anything on Ghost Women and the Hunter, it is that raw emotion, but it does go on a little bit too long. I think that's the only thing with that song. Yeah, it was just over four minutes, isn't it? As I recall, something like that. Um, yeah, I, I I know what you mean. Again, for me, the standout on Coma Lies, I still think is entwined. I love that song. Just my opinion. Uh, but it does have a lot of good emotional songs on it. And now we move into, I guess, a heavier place where there's... Uh, so Karma Code comes along. And, and Karma Code changed the way I think they were doing emotion. They started more emphasizing more the the vocals as musical instruments and we've talked about the mix in there and and so forth now but what do you think of the emotional tracks on karma code well there is a full mix of everything i think the three that i picked out are um within me invisible light and without fear i think they are three slightly different songs and and they they're all good to boot as well Mm, fair enough russ yeah i think mike again has picked out the the traditional three um if you had to sort of you know pick them out of a hat knowing which which were the three or you know the songs for Carmico. bizarrely um, i'm gonna throw a curveball in there i also also find an emotional attachment to enjoy the silence um not necessarily because of the song but more an emotional attachment for, for sort of seeing it live. I mean, as I say, it always makes me think of that download performance, which was just epic. And it also sort of a personal reason. It reminds me of sort of working in a, in a record store at the time, when, you know, Karma Code came out and, you know, playing that track and people used to think, wow, what's the, what's this? You know, we know the Depeche Mode song, but I've never heard a, you know, a woman singing, what's this? And it just sort of conjured up all this interest in the band. And it was just a, a great, great time when that, when that record came out. So, that's sort of a, a curveball to throw in there. Yeah, and and I totally agree with you. I think um, enjoy the silence does bring with it a certain emotional context. I quite like devoted. I think devoted is a nice song as well, actually. It's a good choice. Yeah, and, uh, again, it's it feel like, that's a song that seems somewhat forgotten on Karma Code. I still don't think mm-hmm. Karma Code quite gets the respect it deserves as an album. I think it's a great album. Took a lot of flack at the time because it felt like something very different. We've talked about Karmako quite a few times, but I still think it deserves more attention than it gets. For me, I think, without fear, it's got to be standout track. 
that's the song. And I know you mentioned the Sinsafine earlier, but Sinsafine is that, is that proof that emotional, what well, emotion transcends language. Do you know what I mean? So you know, that's a song that's got, it's got the chorus in English, it's got the verses in Italian, but it actually doesn't matter. This, the, the emotion comes through very strongly, irrespective of the language that's been being sung. And I, I think it's beautiful as a consequence. Such a great, great song. Um, and let's not forget some of the, uh, I guess, you know, if you're thinking about the Karma Code era here for a moment, uh, what about the likes of Virtual Environment? Mm, that's very good. What about, the, yeah, it, you know, that's a that's a great, great song as well, isn't it? And good live, if if you've been fortunate enough to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you're making um, me think. Think of my dream again now. What? What is it? Next year will be the tenth anniversary of Karma Code. Dare I say? We, we missed Arena. out, mate. We missed out. They did it at, at mm. um, Female Voices Metal Festival. Metal Female uh, Voices. I was going to say, where you know, Metal record female. labels bring out these bonus tenth, fifteenth, twentieth anniversary edition. You know, let's get a tenth anniversary edition of Karma Code remixed, throw in without a reason and vote for environment, and job done. Yeah, that'd be quite cool, actually. And maybe we can have the silence at the end as well that we can enjoy. So, okay. Um, Karma Code, again, I still think a little underrated in my opinion. Um, what about Shallow Life then? Shallow Life's a very different kind of album for Lacuna Car. And I think it, it, this, there's an obvious number on here. Wide Awake? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to space Spellbound then. I was going to go with Underdog, <laughs> actually, or Unchained. Or um, I mean, I... I uh, in terms of emotional songs, Wide Awake is the obvious one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Are there any others on there that you? It's can't... the only one. Let's be honest. I went for the pain as well. Maybe I think the pain's a good song. I think it's got some. It, it feels like an older song, doesn't it? If, really yeah, yeah. About it at the time, it, it it feels like a modern take on a on maybe an inner reverie number or an unleashed memories, but with that kind of vibe that you get on Shallow Life. Um, I do take your point though that. When Russ, when you talk about there, that Wide Awake is the only one. Do we like Wide Awake? Oh, love it, definitely. Yeah. Russ, what do you think of it? Fan of Wide Awake. I remember us all sort of watching that when you videoed, taped it on the Shallow Life tour. Yeah, from it was the in Bristol, wasn't it? Was, I did that one. Yeah, it was very, very epic moment with Christina in the dress with the mic stand and the blue light and. As I say, if you don't get emotional watching that, then you're probably dead or black inside. <laughs> <laughs> dead inside. I, it's, I, I just think the Wide Awake is one of those songs that's better live than it is on the album. Because you get to see the emotion. Which yeah, is... and you get the performance as well. Yeah. And that song is all about the performance. Yeah, it's a great, great song. A great, great song. Okay. okay. Um. All right, so we're moving on to Dark Adrenaline then. So what do you think about Dark Adrenaline? Now, Dark Adrenaline, I think, is an interesting one because it... It doesn't have the ballad on it. I remember it being discussed at the time at length. Is it was an album which, for the first time, we didn't have any obvious emotional songs. Maybe slightly less obvious ones. But there's one that stands out for me, and I, I, I think, again, slightly different from ones we've seen in the past. But for, for me, my spirit. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, again, you know, if you talk about pure, pure emotion, as much as I love that record, but we're talking about a different, a different style and a different shift and more upbeat. But I think if you're, you know, had to single out emotional songs, I think My Spirit is the 
is a single entity perhaps on that record yeah. because it's very up tempo and then you get that big 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 finish yeah that, that's it for me i mean well i'm not taking anything away from the other songs on the album there are songs on it which are emotional a variety of emotions i mean i think end of time it's a very very good track uh, i don't believe in tomorrow it's got a very different kind of emotion running through it but it's still it's still got emotion to it it's still you know it's, it's an invigorating number but um there there aren't those slow ballads on that with the possible exception of um my spirit have, has, have you guys got anything else to, to say about Dark Adrenaline? I was just going to say, end of time, very melodic, very um, very different in some ways, but it touches nerve with others, I guess. Yeah. Russ, anything further you want to add on? Yes, yeah, I know you're I a think. big fan of this album. So I, I am, big, big time. And um, interestingly enough, I mean, for whatever reason, I just managed to skip my brain there in the time because for some reason I thought it was coming up later. But no, it is very much on Dark Adrenaline. <laughs> and um, like you say, it's there's two different versions of End of Time. You've got the version that's on the record. You've got the acoustic version. And, you know, both of them, they, they conjure up an emotion. Um, slightly different to the the story. I won't spoil it, but if anyone's sort of seen The Clinical Live when they play this song, Christina introduces it and what it's about. I've always taken something slightly different from End of Time as a song, a bit more sort of down downbeat and a bit more sort of um, a darker vibe to it. Um, mm. I think that is the strength of the song, um, sort of mid-paced on Dark Adrenaline before we come on to, to My Spirit at the end. And, um, you know, as you know, we've all just mentioned, that is the emotional crescendo at the end because of what it's about and and how it came about and how it was written. Hmm. Yeah, I, I did think about as an emotional song "Soul Inmate," but I don't think it's quite got it. It's a good song, and I think we described at the time it being an underrated track um, as a consequence of, of course, it being a, a bonus track, not being seen or heard quite as much as other songs. But I think it's quite there. It, it's almost there for me. It's, it's definitely a different kind of vibe on Dark Adrenaline from the other albums as a consequence of there not being that obvious Christina Ballad, shall we say. It's a bit of a cliche, but uh, I'll put it out there. Okay, well, this brings us pretty much up to the present day then. Of course, the most recent album, which is which is Broken Crown Halo. Um, what are your thoughts on emotional songs from this one? Because this has got, a, this is, dare I say, in places, a bit of an angry album. Um, Mike, what about Broken Crown Halo? Any sort of standout emotional songs in there for you? Uh, one Cold Day for me. It is an but... obvious one to pick on. Mine, that's not me picking on you because I picked <laughs> it. It's, it's an obvious one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that, that would be the, the standout thing for me. Um, the rest of it, uh, pass. Fair enough. Russ, what about you? Uh, collect 50 pounds pass go um yeah there's there's two on this record for me uh, one cold day again because it's a heavyweight similar to, to my spirit uh, because obviously it's written about claudio the band's original guitar player yep. um and also on this particular record um i burn in you um i like the atmospherics of that song the composition of it and christina's vocal delivery which i think is you know a a great strength of raw emotion. I think there's there's elements of Broken Crown Halo, um, and also we mentioned My Spirit, the heart back to the the original um, type of style of the band with those sort of deeper, longer cuts, mm. and it's sort of those type of tracks that are composed in such a way to to give a sense of atmosphere, to give a sense of feeling, and I think that is the strength that sort of shows through on I Burn in You as well. Oh, careful! Spoiler alert! That's next week. 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say next week. I'm not quite sure if we'll be able to do it, but in the next episode, I'm sure we'll be looking in in more detail. You know, I burn in you, but yeah, I, I do take on board what you say. It, it is a it does have a certain emotional vibe about it, uh, but it is interesting when we look over the the development of the band since the first EP all the way through to the most recent album. That it's it's clear that those kind of emotional songs we see less and less of. We do different types of songs here. I'm not suggesting they've, been, they've not been replaced. Of course they have been, but we see less and less of them. Looking back over the song choices then over the last, well, over the albums that we've discussed, you got any favourites amongst them all, Mike? You know, are there any real ones out there that you go, that's my favourite emotional track? Um, I have, but one thing we did miss before um, was Inner Every. I think um, Honeymoon Suite is worth a mention. Um, yeah, you know, we, we, we did completely miss. And, and Half-Life, I think we missed, didn't we, well, as well? Yeah, you're right. Gosh, my, my bad. I completely missed it. Uh, no, no. I, I was just going to say Honeymoon Suite. Possibly Hyperfast from Half-Life gets it for me, but my, my highlights would be Purify, Cold Heritage, um and wide awake those would be my top three what about you Russ? uh my shout out for the inner every record would be my wings very emotional top three um again they all go back to unleashed memories which is purify um when a dead man walks and there i say a distant sun mm. yeah i you know i completely Missed off. I feel really guilty now that I missed out on Inner Reverie. Um, someone in the Reverie I think stands out for me. I love My Wings. I think Veins of Glass, beautiful song. Um, I also think Cold, beautiful song as well. I love Cold uh, and love Reverie actually. Remember, I when we reviewed them, I looked at them again, fresh as it were, and I realized what, what great emotional numbers they are. Um, I think we've talked about falling again, like falling again, but it doesn't compare to falling. I love that, just that really simplicity of falling. In terms of my favourites, tricky, tricky. Uh, Without fear, beautiful song, entwined. Cold Heritage is slightly different. I'm just passionate about that song anyway. I think top three would have to be entwined. My spirit without fear. There you go. Those are my top three looking to call emotional songs at the moment. Um, ask me again tomorrow. So there we go. Emotional songs as played, as created by Lacuna Call. Very much changed over time, but they've got some absolute stonking emotional songs. And uh, as Russ said, if you don't feel emotion for these tracks, then you're probably dead inside. After all that raw emotion, we come on to our review this week. Uh, we're still working our way through Lacunicorn's latest album, Broken Crown Halo, and we have reached Infection. So, Mike, you're going to start us off with Infection. What do you yes. think? Um, what do I think? I'm very mixed about this. From There are good things with this, and there are very bad things with this with me. We've got the lively opening with the piano, the guitar and bass and drums and everything. 
and it starts off well, but for me, it's summarised in part part of the lyrics. It's crash, it's crashing down the sound of thunder for me. The whole song crashes down, and and it is like a bad infection. Personally, I, I wow. think this. Pl- uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's not unchained, Mike. It it's all right. Mike, it, it might be Mike's unchained. Well, I, I think it's okay, but for some reason it doesn't fit with everything. It, it doesn't flow like the rest of the album does, and it seems like they've run out of things to say. Like it's crashing down the sound of thunder. It's just a bit monotonous with the way it's plodding along and everything. Don't get me wrong, Andy and Christina's vocal performance is good, but to me, it kind of is if they've run out of ideas with what they're doing and where what direction the song needs to go in. Wow, gosh, that was harsh. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologise to me. No, I'm I'm interested to hear it. Um, okay, fair enough. I I, I take a ball what you're saying, and uh, I'll, I'll say my own bit in a minute. Russ, what do you think of it? Um, mixed bag for this song, and I'll explain why because it's it's far. I'm not going to say it's a bad song. It's far from my favourite song on the record but to me i always feel this is the song that should have been the single rather than i forgive just a personal opinion i think it's more of a, a radio driven song the the choruses the structures are more more simplistic it's upbeat and it's got that simplicity to it that i just think would have worked far far better as a single um it's got the powerful drums and the guitar um i don't like the compression on this song um i think it's something that um we touched about on shallow life that suffered from not so much at all on dark adrenaline um, a little bit on broken crown Halo, but this is the one song that i find it's quite noticeable on um it's got that dark haunting andrea vocal which i like i think that's the strongest part of the song the drums are very varied they're very sort of played off center with different patterns which gives it something different um, there's some interesting synth going on low in the mix. I'm not quite sure what it is or, or what it's really adding to the song, but it sort of sounds like a, a computerized effect that sort of throws you off guard. Um, as I mentioned, my favorite part of the song is Andre's vocal delivery, um, especially when he whispers that bringing me down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's that type of song that would come across far better live. Uh, with sort of Andrea sort of prowling the stage, sort of singing those lines in that sort of downbeat sort of whispered growl. Mm. Um, and I think it could be a lot more energetic performed in front of a crowd. Um, and also, as sort of Mike mentioned, you know, the lyrics are quite straightforward, a little bit repetitive in places, but also very dark as well. You've got sort of the, the line, pull the trigger, stop my pain. And I think there's something about this song that, you know, both through the title and through the lyrics, it's sort of thematically linked to both zombies and cyber sleep in terms of, you know, it's like someone that's not in control. Mm. So that's sort of what I take from uh, Infection, really. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I think that's very, very balanced, both of you, actually. Uh, you both mentioned it as a mixed. I, I agree with you. I, I actually agree with both of what you said there. I, I think it's one of those songs that does evolve over time, and it, I don't like the evolution of it. Um, for me, the strong parts, the lyrics in the verses, especially at the beginning, are really good. I really, I, just like a drug, I slow you down and make you numb. I got you higher, laid you so low. I really like stuff like that. It really is quite evocative. Um, you're paralyzed with all my strength. I'm hurting you. You sleep awake. It's like a bad dream. Just, they're really good. Uh, I then think that the sort of the, the chorus, the, the, the lyrics in the chorus aren't quite as rich. They don't stand up in that. I, I like the theme of the song. I mean, you, you, Russ, you mentioned it sort of tying back with the other songs. 
Uh, I do think that it's got a good theme in it. I think it tells a story, which I think is good. And we haven't seen that a lot, so it's nice to see it. Um, I think my biggest problem with this song is that instrumental. It starts at 2 minutes 38, and it's you know it's got the Christina vocal instrumental. And it goes on for 30 seconds. And it feels like a really long 30 seconds. You know, I normally I normally like those things. In fact, I normally love those things. But I think this ties in, if you don't mind me saying, Mike, into your statement, like kind of on this particular song, running out of things to do with it. And it feels like a bit of a filler for that. Um, I'd love to know, picking up on both of your points, where uh, um, chronologically when this was recorded. Was this recorded at the end of the, the sessions for Broken Crown Ale or the beginning or the middle? We'll have to ask that question one day. I'd just be interested to know as to whether at that point it was like, okay, I just, we want to get this song done because it did feel like it kind of begins to break down a little bit. Um, we've spent most of this episode talking about emotional songs. And here's the problem. There are bits about this song I, I really like. There are bits about this this song that I think are okay. There's no parts about it that I really don't like. My problem with it is that I cannot connect with this song emotionally on any level. I've never been able to. I think it's it's fine as a song. I just... The story in it doesn't connect with me, if you see what I mean, and I don't connect with it. And that's the troubling part for me. Um, the Kunikor songs, even the ones that I don't like, I generally connect about something. This one is just... It's, it's, an, it's in an emotional blind spot for me, this song, Infection. But there are bits of it I, I think are really well done, the lyrics in particular, and Andrea's vocals I like. You know, there are bits of it. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on Infection. I think it will be good live. I'd like to see it live. Um, I've typically found that those songs that I am ambivalent to on the albums, they normally raise their profile when they're live. I think it's just one of the... One of the reasons that we like the Kunikal is that they have this way of doing something live with songs that makes them even better than they are on the album. Really like that. Uh, what are we going to give it numbers-wise, Mike? Mr. Mr. Dyer, what are you going to give him? <laughs> numbers-wise, um, I'm a bit like the song, really. I felt stronger and now running out of steam as to what to give it. Um, four and a half, I think. Okay. Could have been a could have been a lot more. Could have been better, like you've mentioned. That I, I don't get me wrong. I do like the opening parts of it, but it seems to run out of steam and run out of steam very quickly for me, and that that can't save it, unfortunately. Okay, four and a half. That's okay. Fair enough. Um, Russ, what about you? Uh, it's probably a six point five, edging towards a seven for me. Okay. Okay. Um, me, I've given it straight down the middle of five out of ten. I would say that this is probably my least favorite song on a very strong album mm. yeah bonus track material almost yeah Ish. yeah I, I there are lots of crazily better songs on broken granola yeah um I, again not a bad song but it's a you know, an emotional blind spot for me and i don't really connect with it so there you go infection i wonder if i'm going to get into trouble on the forums or something. <laughs> um tell us what you think Jump onto the Antispara forums and tell us what you think of Infection and tell us what you think of our review of the song, whether you agree or disagree with us. It'd be great to hear from you.
guys, I think that brings us to an end this week. Um, good chat about emotional songs. Really like that. Uh-huh. Um, interestingly enough, and for those of you who don't uh, don't know, we don't talk about our reviews before we start recording. So I I have no idea what Mike and Russ are going to say and vice versa. Right, guys? We really don't. No, no ideas on numbers. No. We just come online and we just open our mouths and it just all spills out. So it's interesting. This particular one, we're quite aligned, aren't we? Really? I mean, we're in about yeah. the same place. Um, certainly Mike and myself. Mike's a little bit more negative than I am. Um, Russ is a little bit more positive than both of us this week, which is good to see. Um, but we're generally in a similar kind of place, which I guess that means we're kind of consistent. Don't know. Maybe we all think too closely alike, guys. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, so we're, in, we're at a close for this week. Uh, you can, of course, get in contact with us, as always, on the Empty Spiral podcast via the Empty Spiral web- website, where you can find links to our Facebook page and our Twitter feed. Um, and what else we got? Tumblr. Tumblr. Yes, don't forget Tumblr. Google Plus. No, we're not on LinkedIn. Well, we are all on probably LinkedIn. Are. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, but Empty Spiral's not on LinkedIn because um, it's not. But I'm on LinkedIn. So if anybody wants to hunt me down and add me on LinkedIn, you can, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, we're not on LinkedIn. But we are on Google Plus. Um, and if you can find us, good luck with that. Uh, we are on Tumblr. Yay. We need more animated GIFs for our Tumblr feed because that's what it's all about. We are, of course, uh, active on Facebook and on Twitter as well. Uh, as I've said a few times in the podcast this week, check us out. Check out the uh, the forum. Um, where you can get involved in some conversations there um, and also if you feel like commenting um, we use um, Discuss which is a sort of a federated comment network that you can um, you can log into and you can just um, put your comments on anything on the Spiral website really uh, certainly all the news articles I've not really included it on pages I'm figuring that people probably don't want to discuss this but if you do drop me a note and I can change things to accommodate you anyway that's it for this week we are going to try to come back next week for I Burn In You, hopefully, and a discussion or a death match or a quiz or something next week to keep you all entertained. Um, but until then, I hope the weather gets better if you're in the UK. I hope the weather gets cooler if you're in Italy. And I hope you manage to enjoy the weather wherever you are in the rest of the world. But until then, goodbye for me, everybody, and uh, play more Lacuna Coil. Cheers, everyone. Ciao.